got evidence. I've got evidence. I've got confidence. I'm a conqueror. I'm a conqueror. I know that I win. I know that I, I know. Win. I know who I am. God wrote it in His plan. God wrote it in His plan for me. Oh, 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 oh. my name is Victory. My name is Victory. Sing it at the top. Y'all sing it with us if you know it. Say, I got it. I got confidence. Oh, I'm a conqueror. I know that I win. Oh, I know who I am. I know who I am. Oh, God wrote it in his plan for me. God wrote it in his plan for me. Oh, oh, oh. My name is Victory. My name is Victory. Oh, 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 I know I've already won. He wrote it in my destiny. And my name is Victory. I know who I am. Oh, God wrote it in his plan for me. Oh, 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 oh. my name is Victory.
we are invited to consider an unnamed woman who places herself at the feet of Jesus. As we read the story, it becomes clear that this is a woman with a past. This is a woman in need of some compassion and some gentle care. While she didn't receive it from the others who were present, she did get what she needed from Jesus. The unnamed characters of the Bible are always interesting to me because it makes it easier for me to put my name into their story. It's as though the text invites us to put ourselves in their place so that we can more easily discover what we need by considering what they received when they came into the presence of the master. So for just a few minutes, we invite you to find yourself in the text and see what relevance this word has for you. The event that takes place happens at the home of a Pharisee, and while he's not named in the Lucan passage, we know from Matthew's gospel account that his name was Simon. Simon had invited Jesus to come and share in a meal as a thank you for what Jesus had done for him. Simon had been stricken with leprosy, but Jesus had healed him of his illness. And as a gesture of his appreciation, Simon took this opportunity to entertain Jesus and make his gratitude known. Now, 
there can be no doubt that Jesus had made a change in Simon's life because leprosy was a terrible disease. It was terrible physically because it involved an erosion of the skin and the opening of painful sores. In its advanced stages, leprosy would even attack the nervous system and cause disfigurement and the loss of certain limbs. But more than physical problems, leprosy made one a social outcast. Lepers were considered to be sinners. They were considered to be unclean by Jewish orthodoxy. They were shunned by Jewish society. They were forced to leave their homes and their families and to live in colonies separate to themselves. When they approached the village, they were forced to shout unclean so that the people could keep their distance from them. And leprosy was incurable. So when one was stricken with the disease, there was no hope that their lives would ever get any better. But for Simon, a new lease on life came because Jesus passed his way. Jesus took away his pain. Jesus took away his infirmity. Jesus gave back to Simon the social contacts with friends and loved ones that he had lost. Jesus had changed Simon's life in a way that no one else could. And to show his gratitude, Simon decided to host Jesus in his home. Shiloh, what have we done for Jesus lately? You do know what he's done for you. You do know that he has picked you up and he has turned you around. You may not have physical leprosy, but all of us have been cleansed from something. And uh, the question becomes, have you shown Jesus the proper gratitude for what he has done in your lives? You know, it's one thing to say thank you with your mouth, but it's something else to say thank you with your life. God wants more than a verbal response, but we have been invited to let our light so shine before men that they will see our good work and give glory to our Father in heaven. Simon's life had been changed because Jesus passed by him. So he invites Jesus to come to dinner with him. And while he was at dinner in Simon's home, the text says that an unnamed woman approached him and anointed him by pouring out an expensive perfume on him. 
this perfume, which some Bible scholars have identified as spikenard, ran from the top of his head all down his feet. And, and when she placed herself at his feet, she cried with, with such fierceness and such violence that the tears rained off of her face and fell onto his feet. And, and then she took the very hairs of her head and she wiped his feet. It was, it was an act of love. It, it was an act of adoration. It was an act of thanksgiving. But Luke says that her behavior and Jesus' response to her behavior troubled Simon and the other guests at the party. Simon got so upset that, that, that he said to himself, does he know who this man is who's touching him? And, 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 and it's such a terrible thing that Simon felt the way that he did. And yet I invite you to put yourself in the text. And I invite you to ask yourself, have you ever had to deal with a Simon? Have you ever had to deal with someone who is nothing but ugly and mean and humiliating toward you? First of all, I want you to consider that this woman was willing to endure ridicule and scorn in order to come to Jesus. She wasn't on the guest list. She was not invited there. The chances are she never would have made it on the guest list by Simon's standards. By, by Simon's standards, she may not have even been qualified to be present to serve with the dinner. This was a woman with a past. This was a woman who had issues in her life. And one might have thought that if anybody would have been willing to look beyond that, it should have been Simon. Just remember what happened to him, how the Lord had blessed him. But, 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 but in spite of the fact that the Lord had blessed him when he was in trouble. He didn't want to see this woman blessed by Jesus. Anybody know somebody like that? But none of that was, was of any concern to this woman. She only had one thing on her mind, and, and that was she wanted to see Jesus. She knew when she went into Simon's house what what she was exposing herself to. She knew that there would be people who would try to stop her before she ever got to Jesus, but none of that mattered to her. The only thing on her mind was, I've got to get to Jesus. Church, when it's Jesus that you need, don't settle for anything less. You know, the devil has a way of putting folk in our way that make it hard for us to get to Jesus. Barry came yesterday to keep some of y'all, most of y'all, y'all who watching by live streaming should have been in here this morning. Barry came in order to keep you from coming to Jesus. 
and somebody has a berry in their house sitting at your dinner table trying to keep you from coming to Jesus. Somebody has a berry that, that you married to who always wants to know why you calling on Jesus all the time. Don't you let folk keep you from coming to Jesus. They may ridicule you. They may talk about you. But don't you let them keep you from coming to Jesus because Jesus is the only one who's able to help you. Him writer put it this way, I came to Jesus. As I was, I was weary, I was worn, I was sad, and folk tried to keep me from getting there. But I found in him a resting place. And he has made me glad. She was, she was willing to endure the ridicule and scorn in order to come to Jesus. Second thing I want you to see that let you know that she was seeking something better was that she was willing to make a change. No matter how she had lived, this woman realized that it was time to make a change. The scripture says that she was the town harlot. That means that everybody in the town knew who she was, knew what she had done, knew what her life had been about. And yet, now she recognizes that there's a need to make a change. And because she's seeking something better, she decided that she's going to get to Jesus. She forgot about her pride. She was willing to put herself in harm's way. She was willing to do anything that she had to do in order to get to Jesus. Somebody needs to hear me today. Somebody wants to remind you what you used to do, how you used to be. You think you're something now, huh? You think you done made a change. Yeah, I know that there's a change that has come in my life because, because I recognize that I need to do better. I've tried to make it on my own. I've tried to do it my own way. And all I did was make a bigger mess out of a little mess. But when I put it in the Lord's hands, when I told him, you take it, you fix it, you make it what it needs to be. I've seen him make a change. I've seen him open doors that folk closed against me. I've seen him put bread on my table after folk had tried to take it away. I've seen him put money in my pocket when folk took every dime that I had. I know what he can do. I knew I had to make a change. Couldn't continue down the same path. Had to do something different. And if you want to get better, you got to stop doing the same thing. You've got to come and you've got to put it in his hands. I'm almost through. I'm ready for y'all to go home and I'm ready to go home. One final point I want to make. That is, if you're seeking something better, you need to be confident of the fact that Jesus is the one who can help you. 
We can be willing to expose ourselves to ridicule. We can be willing to make a change, but nothing will happen until you seek the right one. No matter how brave this woman was, no matter how committed she was to change, the only reason why it turned out right was because she went to the right one. Somebody in here knows that they need to make a change, but they've been going to the wrong places. You've been going to Dr. Phil or whoever else it is on TV. You've been reading your horoscope. You've been going to your friends. You've been listening to the radio therapist on TV, and nobody can help you because you went to the wrong places. But if you make it to the right place, you'll get the right help. No doubt this woman had heard about Jesus. She heard that he could give sight to the blind. She heard that he could make the lame walk. She heard that he could cleanse the skin of the leper. And she decided that what Jesus could do for others, he could do for her. And so she endured the scorn. She endured the ridicule. But she made her way to Jesus. And when she got to him, she would not let him go. I can imagine that when she grabbed his feet, somebody tried to pull her off. And she said, leave me alone. I've gotten where I need to be. Ain't going to let nobody take me away. Church, when you get to him. And when you grab hold of him, somebody's going to try to pull you back. Tell them, leave me alone. I've made it to the right place. Leave me alone. I've made it to the right one. Leave me alone. I'm going to stay with Jesus. I'm going to stay with him. Because he's the only one who can make everything all right. He's the only one who makes rough places plain and crooked places straight. He's the only one who will dry the tears from your eyes. He's the only one who will make your enemies your footstool. He's the only one who will bring joy out of sorrow. If you want something better, you got to come to the right place. If you want the real thing, then stop going to fake places. If you want the real thing, come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus and bow at his feet and watch him make a change in your life. Oh, I like to say this part. He's able. He's able. 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 And I ain't got to go to no book. I ain't got to tell nobody else's story. I know he's able because I know what he's done for me. I got my own testimony. I know how he made a way for me. And I ain't special. What he did for me, he'll do it for you. Don't let nobody keep you away from him. 
Don't let what they say about you keep you away from him. Don't let what they say about you keep you away from him. You make your way to Jesus. And when you get there, you stay there. Stay bowed at his feet. And watch him. Work it out. He will. He will. He will. Work it out. Choir's going to sing a hymn. Deacons come and cross. Yeah. 
you know, for sake, you know. He'll never walk out on you. 